Hi there, this is Paula Jones and this is Autistic Women Working, the weekly podcast for newly diagnosed autistic women who want to learn to thrive in a world that's not designed for you and me. there this is Paula and welcome to Autistic Women Working where we talk all things autism work and adulting and hello it's been a while I've not been well at all I've had a bit of a relapse with my illness so that's taken me away from podcasting and doing anything really that hasn't been kind of client facing work so I've only been speaking to my clients and that's it so I've not been able to do any podcasting, an awful lot of video recording or anything like that. And also I've been in assignment hell at university. So that's why I've been away for so long. But it was time for me to come back because it's nearly Christmas. And as you know, Christmas can be an absolutely hellish time for us as autistic women and generally for autistic people. So if you're not an autistic woman and you are autistic and, you know, whatever gender you are, however you identify, welcome. But this is for you. So being at work and being autistic, if you're like me, if you are self-employed and you have the luxury of not having to attend a Christmas party, it's absolutely fantastic. But if you are in a full-time employed situation, you might be that unfortunate person that has to actually go into work and gets dragged into the full-on festivities at this time of year. I don't know about you, but I've always found Christmas very, very stressful. And I used to find it stressful when I was a little girl and I'd never really worked out why. But when it got to around about December the 21st, I think I'd had enough. I'd had enough of Christmas, had enough of the whole brightness of it all, the noise, the forced cheer, all of that kind of stuff. Around about December the 20th, 21st, I'd just had enough and I was overloaded and I would go into meltdown. And I remember my mum could never understand why I was not really excited about Christmas or I got overstimulated by Christmas so I I would kind of flip-flop between the two. I think once I got into my teenage years I was deeply unexcited by it and she probably put that down to well you'd be in a teenager but it wasn't really like that. I would get very sad at Christmas and I would put that down to seasonal affective disorder, you know, because the seasons had changed and all of that. But it it wasn't that either. It was a real sense of coming to the end of term at school, coming to a sense of new beginnings that I didn't quite understand. Just a real feeling of needing to shut myself in, be alone and needing to hibernate. As I'm recording right now, I'm sitting not with one of my weighted blankets, but I've actually got a heated blanket over my knees, partly to help me recover from the last couple of days of not being very well, 
but also because it's comforting and it's helpful and while I'm recording this podcast it's making me feel safe you know that's what we need as autistic people we need to feel safe Christmas can make us feel very unsafe it can make us feel like everything's just too much too bright too tinselly and my Christmas tree goes up very late it's currently December the 20th it's not up yet and it will be down by January the 1st and as much as I love sparkly twinkly lights etc I have had enough of the Christmas decorations by January the 1st so even though my fairy lights are up all year round the whole Christmas thing I've had enough of within a week if this sounds like you keep listening so the Christmas party thing don't ever feel obliged to go and if you are an undeclared autistic person and you're in a full-time employment situation how do you handle it and personally I used to always handle it by saying I've got commitments I've got things that I need to do or to be honest I just don't fancy it you don't really need to explain yourself to anybody if anybody's going to say anything about you you can't say you completely don't care because if you don't care at all what people think about you then I think there's something slightly wrong you know if you if you absolutely don't care you know you you're probably somewhere on the psychopath scale but if you care too much that's also a problem as well the trick to it is just allowing yourself a little bit of grace and saying look this isn't for me if you are somebody who has declared yourself to be autistic then people know it's fine you're out and it's all okay it's not a problem now if you decide that you are going to go to your christmas party don't get drunk really don't get drunk because there's nothing worse than a maudlin autistic person at a christmas party we get drunk so so quickly I don't know about you, but my tolerance for alcohol is very, very low. And I can't drink things like red wine. I can get about half a glass down me and that's about it. What I can drink is vodka. Drink that till the cows come home. Wine, lager, things like that. Absolutely not. It make me feel very, very ill. And I don't make a good drunk. I make a very sleepy drunk. Yeah, and I don't get that that period of being drunk where you feel happy like other people do, you know. You know when people say they go out to get drunk? I can't do that, can you? Or do you just go from sober to drunk? Because that's, that's my experience of getting drunk. Sober, drunk. Sober, not well. And I hate it. Absolutely hate it. So that's that's my experience of it. And I think that's the case for an awful lot of autistic people is that we go from that, that state of being okay to being not okay really, really quickly. Handle yourself around Christmas the way you would at any other time of year. So be nice to yourself. Be kind. Forget all those motivational quotes about 
loving yourself and and all that, all those Cheryl Cole type motivational quotes. Forget all those. Just give yourself a bit of grace. Like yourself. That's the best that we can hope for for ourselves, I think. Be be able to be in the room with yourself because you spend the most time with yourself. Be nice to yourself. Give yourself space. Give yourself some room. If you end up going to that Christmas party, find yourself little escape rooms and quiet places, even if it's locking yourself in the loo for five minutes. For the whole Christmas experience, the whole of the time of Christmas, if you've got family over, I'm not going to have family over, thank goodness. But if you're going to have family over, don't allow any criticality from family members to affect you. Water off a duck's back, they're not you. They don't know what efforts you've made. Just allow it to flow away from you. Because they're not you. They're never going to be you. They don't know anything about you. Because really, they don't. They don't know your experiences. They don't know what's going on in your head. And just let it go. Let it go. And if you need to, contact me. I'm here. I'm going through the same experiences. But I've got the tools to help you cope with it. And one tool that's really so useful is to think, what would the best version of me do? Not the perfect version, but if there was a really good version of you, what would that great version of you do? So my better self at the moment, it's kind of why you've not heard from me, to be honest, because I didn't want to just put out any old garbage and you might argue with me and say that's what I've been doing for the last however many episodes this is I I try to put out content that makes sense you know and over the last few months while I've been ill I wouldn't have been putting out content that makes sense because I've not had the headspace to do that I've been not well So you would have had quite a fair amount of self-pitying mumblings from me. But now I'm starting to feel better. I'm starting to get my thoughts back together. And I want to send out this message to you at Christmas because Christmas can be a really tough time. And I want you to know that it's possible to have a really great time at Christmas if you are kind to yourself and you put yourself first at Christmas because it's not being selfish it's not being selfish at all you need to look after yourself so that you can look after other people and you can meet their needs it's what I have to do on a daily basis to be able to be useful to anybody else I've got to look after myself in order to be able to give my clients their full attention which is the very least they deserve from me I've got to look after myself. You know, be good to yourself. What would your best self do? So my best self hasn't been putting out rubbishy podcasts. My best self hasn't been putting out crappy YouTube videos. My best self hasn't been putting out any courses that are not up to scratch. My best self has just been quietly kind of convalescing. Sounds so old, don't I? Well, I am old. I'm 52. But hey, you know what I mean. What would your best self do this Christmas? 
have a think about that. And it's December the 20th and I haven't been whamageddoned yet. So it's not officially Christmas until I've been whamageddoned. Somebody needs to fix that stat. So always think about your best self. Not your perfect self. None of us are ever going to be that. But what would you like to be able to do over Christmas? What would make it good? What would make it simpler for you? So seek out quiet spaces. Get those noise cancelling headphones on. I bought some ear defenders for writing my assignments and they're absolutely brilliant because I don't like things pushed into my ears. I don't wear um, earbuds and also I've got too many piercings in my ears now so they'd fall out anyway. Um, I've bought some ear defenders and they're not noise cancelling but they do block out a lot of sound. I use those instead of my noise cancelling headphones for when I'm writing assignments. They're great because I'm tempted to play music while I'm writing assignments and then I just get too lost in what I'm listening to to bother writing my assignments. So my ear defenders are absolutely great. If you're wearing ear defenders, they look like headphones. So they're great if you want to just block out somebody and just watch them mouth at you. Fantastic. I highly recommend them. You know, you can wear sunglasses indoors if you want to. I wear them indoors. I don't care what I look like. But just do what feels right to you. Make yourself comfortable. Try and turn down some of the volume and some of the colour. Go into your control room. We've talked about the control room before. So go into the control room. And if it's too tinsely and bright in your world, just mute some of the colours. And just dull some of the sounds. Turn down any invites that you know that you can't you can't make those invitations that you accepted because at the time it seemed like a good idea. Just call up or text. Text is always better. And just say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Don't over-apologise. Don't over-explain. Don't apologise until you feel like you want to cry. A simple sorry is good enough. Because there's nothing to feel guilty about. Nobody's got a voodoo doll of you sticking pins into it. That bastard's not turning up. There's none of that going on. So just relax. Have a happy Christmas. Take it easy. And just be yourself. Be yourself in your own space. And I'm wishing you all the very best for Christmas this year. And a very, very happy new year. And I will see you much more frequently in 2023. All the best and lots of love. Peace.